0: It's the Lord's Day the 25th of December 2022 and many of us after our fellowship and worship in church will be spending time with our families and we will exchange gifts and we will have fellowship together over a special meal. On this day our hearts are warmed by love, love for our families, love for others too. At this time of the year many will respond to appeals especially for those charities who deal with homelessness or with children in poverty and need. Charities perhaps who collect gifts for children who wouldn't otherwise have any. The local food banks are well supported at this time too and there's a warm humanitarian glow burning in the hearts of many people. Love for others, love for our neighbours, love for our families, love for our friends – And it's right, too, that we should have a measure of love in our human experiences at this time of the year. For it was because God loved us that we even have this season at all. In John 3 and 16, we find out a little bit more about that unique love of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's look for a moment or two today at that very famous and well-known verse. Let's find out that God's love for us is immeasurable. For God so loved the world that he gave. You know it's not enough for the Gospel writer to tell us that God loved us. He must demonstrate to some extent the greatness of that love. He uses the word so as a modifier. God So loved us. When I was a child we used to sing, Jesus' love is very wonderful. So high you can't get over it. So deep you can't get under it. So wide you can't get round it. Wonderful love. But when you think that God gave that most precious of possessions, his only begotten son, for a sinful wretch like me, what love is this? F.M. Lehman, the hymn writer. Put it like this. Could we with ink the ocean fill? And were the skies of parchment made? Were every stalk on earth a quill? And every man a scribe by trade? To write the love of God above Would drain the ocean dry? Nor could the scroll contain the whole? Though stretched from sky to sky? God so loved us that he gave. Many of us will give gifts today. God's love for us is a costly gift. He gave his only begotten Son. I suppose love always costs. To love someone will require giving a part of yourself emotionally and time-wise and financially and physically. But God's love for us is the most costly love of all, in that God sent his most precious possession. Here in John 3 and 16, we get a glimpse into the vastness of the love of God in that God gave us his only begotten son. Just one child. A son to the Jewish mind, the firstborn boy was a real blessing in the home. He would inherit the family wealth. He would be the pride of his father. He would be the joy of his mother who would sacrifice an only child, a boy child. Yet God did that for me. God's love for us is costly in that he sent his most precious possession and costly in that God demonstrated that love at the cross. On the 25th of December, The world, theoretically at least, is celebrating the birth of Jesus. A baby born in a manger. But Jesus didn't stay in that manger. He came into this world on a mission. He was born to die. Galatians 4 and 4. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons. Matthew 1 and 21. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. If it was a great cost that God in his love sent his son into this dreadful sin-cursed world, how much greater the cost that took him to the cross to die for sinners. Matthew Henry, the commentator, says he not only sent his son into the world with full and ample power to negotiate a peace between heaven and earth, but he gave him, that is, he gave him up to suffer and to die for us as the great propitiation or expiatory sacrifice. That's how we know that God loves us, because of the great cost of that love. A missionary was working among starving people in Africa. A woman was lying on the ground. In her arms she held a tiny baby girl. The missionary put a cooked sweet potato into her outstretched hand and wondered if she would live until the morning, for her strength was almost gone. But her tired eyes acknowledged his gift. The sweet potato could do so little, but it was all that missionary had. Taking a bite, she chewed the sweet potato very carefully. And then, placing her mouth over her baby's mouth, she forced the soft, warm food into the tiny throat. The mother was starving. But she used that entire potato to keep her baby alive. Exhausted from her effort, she dropped her head in the ground and closed her eyes. In a few minutes the baby was asleep. But the missionary later learned that during the night the mother's heart stopped. But the little girl lived. Love is a costly thing. God in his love for us and for a lost world spared not his own son to demonstrate his love. Love is costly, but we must tell the world at any cost. So God's love is immeasurable and God's love for us is costly and God's love for us changes lives. That verse says that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God's love challenges us today, and it offers us hope in the darkness of this world. There is a gospel responsibility. We must believe. God's love for us is a gift. God so loved the world that he gave, but even a free gift must be received, must be accepted. It's a passive acceptance. Just receive, just believe, just rest in the finished work of Christ for us at the cross. Matthew Henry again says, God, having given him to be our prophet, priest and king, we must give up ourselves to be ruled and taught and saved by him. There's a gospel responsibility. We must accept the gift. We must believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. But there's also a gospel benefit. We will have new life. And that new life is for right now, and it's for all of eternity. And in eternity, it has a double effect, for it saves us from all the miseries of a lost eternity, and yet at the same time gives us an entitlement to all the wonderful joys of heaven. If we are believers, We are the children of God, and as we are his children, we are the heirs of heaven. For God so loved the world that he gave. A very joyful and a very peaceful family day to you all, as we mark the incarnation, the coming into this world of God's only begotten Son. His coming into this world to save sinners.